70% of podcasts fail. There are 70% fewer podcasts being launched today versus three years ago. Over 95% of podcasts use terrible music. I made that last stat up, but the rest are true. Today, we will learn why podcasts fail. After podcasting for five years and helping over 200 podcasters get their shows off the ground, this is the question I constantly get. It's a question I get from people before they launch their podcast because they want to know why podcasts seem to stop. And listen, I'm just one guy. You can take what I say with a grain of salt. There's a lot of people out there that do what I do. I'm not the podcast guru. I'm just another person who helps people launch their podcast in a specific way. None of this matters if you don't apply it. Make sure you use what we present in today's video for your own good, for your own content, maybe your own podcast. Even if you don't have one yet, you can start planning it today. This is not a how to launch a podcast video. Almost every other video titled Why Podcasts Fail is trying to teach you how to do it. And I'm not here to do that today. This is a video that actually breaks down why podcasts fail, the real reasons. So why do podcasts fail? For the context of this video, we have to define failure. And in this context, failure means stopping, quitting, throwing in the proverbial towel. It basically just means you stopped, okay? And does stopping mean you failed? No, unless it's in this context. In today's video, it does mean you failed. But that's just for the context of this video. So don't think that just because a podcast stopped that it failed. Maybe it just was over. Maybe it was done. Maybe it was time to do something else. That is not an inherent failure. But for the context of today's video, we're considering failure as stopping. Before we go a bit deeper, let me answer the question, because this may be all you need. Podcasts don't fail. People stop. Podcasts are just the vehicle. There's always a driver. And when the driver unbuckles their seatbelt, gets out of their car, closes the door, and clicks that lock button to walk inside their house, that's what we're talking about here. Talking about people stopping. So if that is enough of an answer for you, then this episode's over. <laughs> you can take that and you can run with it. The quick piece of advice here is don't stop. Now, if you want to get into the deeper reasons, the real reasons, right? Not just the side effects, then keep watching. The first reason podcasts fail and the reason that people stop is because of numbers, the dreaded numbers, right? What I'm talking about here is downloads, views, analytics, any sort of metric that people may use to judge their podcast. The problem here is that they don't choose one at all. That's like running a race and saying, hey, man, how long is your race? I don't know. Could be a 5K, could be an ultra marathon, could be 120 miles, it could be three and a half. I don't really know. The problem is when these podcasters start out, they don't know what success looks like. They don't define it, right? They don't create a plan. And by not having a plan, you have no metric for success. 
So this ambiguity around the goals is probably the first big reason why people stop. It's because they see a number and that number is not good enough. And then I ask them, well, what number did you expect to have? And then they say, well, I don't know. So that's the first reason why podcasts fail. All it takes for a podcaster to be successful is a standard for them to shoot for. That's it. That's the quick answer. Figure out what your standard's going to be, shoot for that, and that's how you know if you're winning. Reason number two is the most boring yet painful reason people fail. And this is like reading the side effects of a prescription drug. It's anxiety, depression, you know, et cetera. It basically overwhelms people, right? And what I'm talking about is logistics, the systems, the processes, the things that personally I'm not that good at. I'm more on the creative side. The processes and the systems don't come to me naturally. I'm not an overplanner. I'm a get out there and do it. And for people like me, this can actually stop us because we are so hyped about starting that we forget that we need to create something that's sustainable, right? So there's five things that all podcasts need to be successful. These five are planning, presentation, bingeability, consistency, and community. These five are the core fundamentals of all podcasts or most successful podcasts, I'll say, right? There's obviously exceptions for every rule. But the problem with getting just getting started and jumping in is that you may have a plan to start and maybe a good format, but you don't know how to build bingeability. You don't know how to create a sense of community. You don't know how to stay consistent. So you may have two out of the five, but the second you put this car on the road, the wheels are going to start to fall off. And so while you're working on fixing one, another one is going to need work, right? And so this is a lot of times what happens is you don't start with a plan. So then by the time the car is on the road and it's running, you're trying to fix it while you're driving. And instead of fixing it while you're driving, what you want to do is you want to start with a car with the proper maintenance, right? With good tires, good brakes, everything that you need to go that 5,000 miles before the next oil change. That's why you got to plan in the beginning. That's the real big one when it comes to why podcasts fail is the logistics component. It's just kind of boring in the beginning to create a game plan and to figure out the five. This is what we do as a business. This is what I do in my coaching is I help people to do this because I know, at least if you're like me, you're not going to do that stuff. You're just going to hit the ground running and then you're going to pay for it later on. Simply put, most podcasters just bite off more than they can chew. They commit to a schedule that's not sustainable because they're trying to edit the video, edit the audio, promote it, drop 10 posts on social media on three different platforms in the same day. It's like, it's just not possible. If there's any advice to glean from this one example, it's don't bite off more than you can chew. Make sure you have your team dialed in and have a plan before you get started. A podcast is like a marriage. You don't take your wife on the same date to the same place at the same time every single week. You just don't do it. If that was the only date you ever went on, the relationship wouldn't last, right? Because you wouldn't be keeping things fresh. The key to a great relationship is to keep things exciting, right? You need to constantly be looking forward to something. You need to be bringing something 
new to the table, right? And so that's what happens with a podcast. That's why number three is excitement. People start with an initial excitement. I love this idea. I can't wait to do this. All of the things, right? But what happens is they lose that excitement because they didn't plan properly. And now this becomes a second job. You don't want your podcast to be a second job. You don't want your marriage to be a second job, right? It's not a job. You should enjoy it, but you can't enjoy it if you don't have the proper plans and systems in place. And if you don't have the proper plans and systems, then there will be no way for you to bring novelty to it and newness and excitement because you won't have any room to try anything new. You'll just be trying to squeeze and grind that last minute just to get that episode out. So number three is excitement. And if there is a piece of advice from this factor, it's when in doubt, make something new, (laughs) create something new, build that excitement. If you do solo, have a guest on just to try it. If you do guests, maybe do a solo, right? Review something that you love. I don't know, change it up, do something different. For example, I did a series called Podcast Producer Reacts, where I break down famous podcasters. I've done Joe Rogan, Alex Hermosi, Chris Williamson, Call Her Daddy, just to name a few. This has actually been fun for me to do. Sure, one of the videos got 600 views, another one got 60. That's the reality of content. But what that was able to do is allow me to get excited about trying something new. Take my example, take the advice if you can, and make sure to never neglect the ability to add newness and for that to reinvigorate your show. Podcasts fail because people fail. Podcasts fail because people fail, but you already knew that. Failing is a side effect of something else, right? Taking a drug is a side effect of some other problem in your life, right? You, what you don't want to do is throw band-aids all over your content, right? You don't want to have to be scrambling for the next thing. And I'm a complete victim of this. My team knows it. I know it. And the question is, what are you going to do about it? So if you answer these three, if you can make sure you just don't succumb to the three, right, whether it's the excitement piece or the planning piece or the lack of setting goals, none of these things are going to fix your content. None of them are going to be the silver bullet, right? It's not going to be only consistency. It's not going to be only excitement. There needs to be a balance here, right? And that's why this isn't a video about how to launch a successful podcast. It's about how not to do it. So when it comes to your content, make sure that you always set some sort of goal, even if it takes five minutes to do it in the beginning. Make sure that you plan and have a system in place to do this consistently, if that's what you want to do. And make sure there's a way to incorporate newness and excitement into the content. It's just going to make your life easier for yourself and for your audience. If this is something that you haven't done yet, that you would like to do, or at least want to explore, feel free to speak with me. Happy to jump on a call for 30 minutes, give you some free podcast coaching. That's what we do at Podcast Principles. We help people do this and launch a podcast from scratch with absolutely no experience, no experience or audience necessary. We help plan your podcast. So don't succumb to any of these three. My name is Ryan Sullivan from Podcast Principles. Really appreciate you tuning in. We're on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. And I'll catch you on the next one.